nine, eight, seven, six, five. I know you're wondering what I'm doing, but hey, this is our countdown to the new year, our countdown to 2021. And I'm so happy to be here with you, Suzanne, ready to talk about everything 2020 was, good why, and bad. Yeah, why we would want to do that. Everything we're going to celebrate moving forward. And yes, that was my version of counting down with all of you to 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers. Cheers is right. So is it a orange juice kind of day for you, Suzanne, today or straight champagne? No orange juice today. You have a lot of straight champagne (laughs) days, I'm sorry to say. I muddle it up with orange juice. Yes. I muddled mine up with some pretty sparkly something that I saw on the internet and I had to purchase, but it is quite beautiful and I'm quite distracted by it, actually. It did. It change the flavor of the champagne? Uh, The first glass, I thought it did, but the second glass, no, not even noticing the sprinkles on my teeth. It is very festive looking. It's very festive looking. It makes me so happy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't want to mess with the flavor of the champagne. Yeah, no, that would be especially good champagne. I know. I like Prisoner. So do I. Or one of my favorites. I like Vouve too. Mm -hmm. But anyway... Digressing. We are. 2021. Yes. New Year's Eve is coming up in just a couple days. And I think, even though I'm not going back to Alaska, that I'm going to be headed to Flagstaff. Oh. So I'm going to be headed to a little bit of the cold. And hopefully the roads are okay because I haven't driven in icy conditions or snowy conditions for a year. And uh, Colton is going to be moving from one apartment to his new apartment as he starts. Now, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Give it to me. His final semester of college. (laughs) He is almost done. He has a semester of student teaching and he will be a graduate. And I'm so excited for him. And then you're four for four, right? No, no. Three for four. You have one more. You still have Jimmy. Yeah, but he's well on his way. He's well on his way. And I am so proud of Colton. I mean, we're talking about the kid that his very first day of college, he had his vehicle there. He couldn't figure out how to get it out of the parking garage. (laughs) So he called an Uber to go a quarter of a mile to Chick-fil-A. I remember that so well. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. So that's where he started. And you've got to give the kid credit. He did what he had to do. He he really did. And he's coming out of this so proud of himself. And we're all so proud of him. So Huge shout out to a 2021 graduation, Colton. Yeah. And hopefully this COVID thing will be behind us by the time he graduates. I sure hope so. Yeah. Because then that's wedding and birthday season. Exactly. Yes. Not that, well, 50 is a luxury denied to many. So I'm... (laughs) You're embracing it. Knock on wood. I'm going to embrace 50, although that number seems really big right now. Yeah, until you're pushing 60, and then it's not so bad. That's probably true. It's all about perspective. It is. It is. Yeah, so I'll be up in Flagstaff helping him, and then I'm going to jump in the car and race down here, but not too quick, because I go the speed limit or five miles above. (laughs) And uh, Rob and I, we have this tradition here in Lake Havasu where we will go to a local Italian restaurant 
and we get there very early, like at four before it gets crowded and we'll have an early dinner and then we'll come home. So we celebrate with the East Coast. Well, there you go. But it's perfect for us. We're, we're home. We're safe. It sounds perfect. It is really the perfect night. How are you going to be celebrating this year? Good grief. I haven't even gotten that far. Haven't thought about it. Haven't even, it hasn't even occurred to me. I'm just trying to get through everything else and the juggling of family and holidays and now my store. It's like New Year's. Holy cow. (laughs) I don't know what to do with it. 2020 is a good year to say goodbye to. I know we all agree with that. We do. I mean, there are a lot of things that I'm not going to be sad to say goodbye to in 2020. No. There are some good things about 2020 also. And so maybe that's where we should put our focus. Maybe we should the, limit our focus on the negative, but we'll share it because right. that's because, what we do. Because we have was, to laugh at it. Right. And there was so much negative. <laughs> there, there was a lot of negative. We're, we're going to dig deep though and find the positive. We are. I actually made a list. Oh, good for you. I'll, I'll just tag team off your list because I didn't really come up. Oh, I had one good thing. Can you guess what it is? Yes, I can. Yeah. It, it starts with an L. Yeah. His name is Logan. His name yeah, is Logan. Mr. Logan Jeffrey. Gotta love him. You do. And we're still a couple months down the road and I haven't met him yet. Yeah. A lot of people haven't met him yet. A lot of people that that's okay with every good thing. There's, there's a downside. There's a downside. And yep, yeah, it's... but. I've met him and he's currently living with us with his parents. And that's the good thing about COVID is they're able to be with us. Yes. And you're getting to see all the firsts that the first year brings. Yes. Yes. And it was so exciting when he did his first crawl. You know, he he, he had been scooting a lot. And in my mind, it's like, okay, scooting, crawling, walking, it's all the same. They're moving Let's enjoy it. But when he actually was up on all four knees, all fours, his hands and his knees, and he took that first tentative crawl where he, you know, and it took him, it literally, it felt like an hour. It took him to figure out how to move one hand forward and then one knee forward and then one, the other hand forward and the next knee forward. It was so incredible. To watch him, you could like you can almost read his mind as he tried to process that crawling. I love that. I am feeling a little bit sorry for Logan though, right now, because you have a beautiful home, but I can't imagine crawling on that floor. <laughs> I know. He's gonna have bruised kneecaps. I know. Well, and and up until now, up until the crawling, which really the crawling happened a couple of weeks ago, but we really had it figured out. We have a U-shaped sectional that's big, which has a rug. Then we put down the baby pad on top of the rug and then we gated it off. So he was in this confined area and just in the last few days, even with the crawling, he didn't really realize there was a world outside of it. Now in the last few days, he's trying to break out and he's trying to figure out how to get past the gate. He's breaking out of uh, baby jail. Baby jail. And um, yeah. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the time with us goes. Because yeah, he's going to discover the different surface between the carpet and the pad and then the tile floor. Yeah, totally. But yeah, things don't get better than that. No, they definitely don't. Well, that's really exciting. I love that he's having all these milestones and pretty soon it's going to be that first birthday 
I know, and the right? Cake. Oh my oh, gosh, that's always my favorite part. I know the cake. I know. I was just thinking about that too because we at Thanksgiving he tasted mashed potatoes and which was the first real people food because I couldn't deal with giving him baby food turkey. It was like the grossest thing I'd ever thought of. It's like pureed turkey. Ugh. So his mom, Jamie, gave him mashed potatoes, which he loved, you know, but it's always interesting when they take that first bite and they have to feel the texture and they have to see what it, what it's doing in their mouth. Right. I guess you didn't make the mashed potatoes. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I don't do mashed potatoes. I know that. Yes, everybody knows that now. Oh, okay. So we'll go back to Thanksgiving. I know that was a few weeks ago, but um, we'll go back to Thanksgiving. Just a quick recap because... Sure. I did have a meltdown the day before Thanksgiving because my family wasn't with me except for Greg, Jamie, and Logan. You know, it was a big week for my store because of Black Friday. And I kept trying to order my groceries to be delivered because COVID was surging. You can't get them delivered. I tried like three times, three different days. And I was getting desperate because Thanksgiving was like the next day. And we had the turkey, thankfully, because someone from the company that Jeff and Rob Workforce sent us a turkey. You had smoked turkey for Thanksgiving? Yeah, which at this point, beggars can't be choosers. We had a turkey. I'm, it's a wonderful turkey and we, yeah. my and family it enjoys it. Yeah, and it made the I best. I save it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> but it made the best gravy. I mean, I can do gravy. I can do, I can put a turkey in the oven. No problem. But where were the sides? We had no sweet potatoes. Okay. And this isn't about me because I don't like sweet potatoes. I don't like mashed potatoes. I don't like green beans. I don't like stuffing. But we have a grocery store in Phoenix that prepares all that food for you. And normally, in a normal year, I would just run into the grocery store, buy it all pre-made, bring it home. But not this year. I had to order it for either pickup or delivery. And ugh, for the love of God, I could not get that stupid... It It's my ridiculous, I don't know how to use a computer to place an order thing. Technology. Technology. Yeah. So couldn't get my meal delivered and we were going to have turkey and gravy and that was it for Thanksgiving. But then we ended up ordering from a restaurant, did curbside pickup. It was delicious. It all worked out. Thanks to Greg and Jamie. They they saw me have my meltdown and they, they saved me. They made it happen. They saved me. But anyway, just another little thing about 2020 that I can say goodbye to. I'm ready to go back into a grocery store and actually do my grocery shopping the way I normally do it and quit trying to do this stuff online that gets me nowhere. It gets us nowhere fast. Nowhere <laughs> fast. We're just getting off on our normal tangents. We're yes. not focused. Not focused because 2020, it's hard to focus. And that's one of the hard parts about 2020 for me is I have so many little things up in the air, but I'm having a hard time focusing in on one of them and doing one of them well. It's like, I'll start this project uh -huh. and then it's like, oh, I should start this project. Oh, well, what about this? And I feel like I'm doing nothing well and I'm getting really good at doing nothing well. That's an interesting way to look at it because <laughs> I feel like I've lived my whole life that way. <laughs> well, you know, I had the book that came out in May. Right. Yes. And you, you did that very well. Yes. For what the public saw, I did that very well. <laughs> right. But it took me a year to get it to that point out there. And the hardest part is the publicity part. That is 
so hard for me. And if I can't do something well, I don't want to do it at all. So I don't even know how to deal with that. So I'm like, well, I'll just write my next book. So I'm about a third of the way through the next book. And then I'm like, hmm, well, maybe I want to work on my blog. And then I get distracted from that. And then I'm like, let's start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So all these little things on the burner and they're just simmering. And just for the record, with the podcast, you do all of the behind the scenes work. I just show up and start talking. I do nothing. And I just want to give you credit for that because it's a lot of work to do a podcast. And I do absolutely nothing. I show up and I talk. And I sometimes come up with the topics that we could talk about, but I don't really do anything. And it's a ton of work. It's amazing what goes on behind the scenes of a podcast. Well, you still haven't listened to one of the episodes. No. <laughs> I've listened to every episode, I think, four or five times, just taking out those little blips, blips, which they're more with me than you. You're probably because you're harder on yourself. If I, that would be the problem. We wouldn't have a podcast. If I went in and started taking out blips of me, it's like it would be gone because I, (laughs) so, so it's better. I just don't listen. I'll just sit here and talk and you do all the work and and drink your Champagne with no orange juice, again, not judging, Suzanne. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but I think you're you're being too hard on yourself. I think really we have spent the year exploring new adventures. That's one way to look at it. And I like your spin on it much better because the other thing I've really tapped into, I started and I don't talk about it a lot. With you, I have um, my spiritual awakening, which started in September 2019. And so this downtime and this time of pause, it's really allowed me to go deeper and tap in more with myself and get connected there also, which I'm very, very thankful for that. Yeah. Yes. I like the way you look look at it. Well, I was just listening to a podcast when I was driving. We're in Lake Havasu today. Yes. Welcome. Yeah. Instead of in Phoenix, where we've recorded our other episodes. But when I was driving over, I was listening to an interview podcast with Fran Drescher. And she was talking about how she has dealt with COVID in 2020. And I was so impressed with her very positive attitude. And she said, you know, we have to dig deep and look at our inner self. And we have to, we have to figure out how to build our immune system, how to build our immune system from within with diet, with exercise, with mindful thinking, with everything we do so that if we get COVID, we are strong enough to fight COVID. And if we go in with a good attitude, we take care of our bodies, we take care of our mind, we're going to do really okay if we get COVID. And it's all about mindful thinking and being very disciplined in taking care of ourselves. It was very inspirational to me. Listening right now, it is inspirational also because that that is so true. I mean, whatever you put out into the universe, you're going to get back. So just trying to grab on to the positives of everything is so incredibly important, I think. Yeah. And I think that we have to look at 2020 in the time of COVID as our year, which I think we talked about earlier, the year of the reset button, where we're resetting everything in our lives. And I said at the very first week that we had any hint of, okay, COVID is going to change things. And I said, it's like hitting a big reset button. 
I think now we're at the end of this year, hopefully on the downhill side of COVID and we can see light at the end of the tunnel with COVID and life will start to gradually get back to normal or what we think of as normal. The new normal. The new normal. But hopefully we've all had a chance to reflect on the good and the bad in our lives and the things we want to focus on changing. And Fran Drescher said it today. She said, it's a lifestyle change. It's learning how to take care of the inside of you to protect the outside of you, which I love. I I love love that too. She is a wise woman. She is. I love that. And I totally interrupted you because you were talking about your spiritual awakening. Oh, no, I was just saying that that was one of the things I would have to say that I was thankful for in 2020. 2020. Actually, one of the few trips I was able to go on this year before everything came to be, I did go to Florida to go to this spiritual family meeting. I met some of the most wonderful people and very like-minded people. And so they have been very important to me since meeting. They have become a huge part of my journey the past nine months, just having people so similar-minded to talk to and bounce ideas off of. And it's been really, really wonderful. So I'm very thankful for that also. Yeah, see, we can we can look at this stuff and we can say COVID wasn't such a bad year. <laughs> and I didn't have to go back to Alaska. Well, true. But I do love Alaska. I'm making it seem like it's so horrible. It just is cold in the winter. I do miss my friends. Yeah, I don't really miss Alaska. I, I'm just putting it out there. No, it's that's like, okay. I know yeah. you don't. Yeah. I mean, we were, uh, the kids and I were talking yesterday about what we would, because this was the first year we did not have Christmas in Alaska in their entire lives. We've always been together on Christmas and they uh, have all made it very clear that it's the first and last Christmas that we won't have in Alaska. And then, of course, we were watching some. YouTube videos of Christmases in Europe. And it's like, well, maybe someday, maybe Christmas in Austria, maybe Christmas in Germany, maybe Christmas in the Netherlands. Right. You really have no idea what 2021 holds. Right. Other than we're going to get another year older. We all are. We all are. And that has been a downer about 20. Just thinking of it, at first the mindset was, oh, what a wasted year. Right. We have to pause, but I really think they're... Yeah. And going back to the Christmas in Europe. So one of the things we discovered, if I can ever get my husband back on a cruise ship, because we like to go on cruises with you and Rob, of course, there is a Christmas cruise to all of the Christmas markets in Europe. And I'm like, okay, this is the coolest thing ever, where the ship takes you from town to town. And it's not a river cruise because it goes through the English Channel. And we the English Channel is a whole nother episode in my book because I got so desperately (laughs) seasick on that cruise. But you stop in all of these wonderful, like the Netherlands, and you experience their Christmas market. And it's all timed where the Christmas markets in the town you're in are in full swing when you arrive on your cruise. And then they decorate the ship and, you know, the nightly entertainment, singing Christmas carols and 
drinking eggnog, which by the way, my son and I made homemade eggnog. This Did you year. bring some to share? I didn't because I didn't. Because you don't share. I know I don't. <laughs> and I, I made a lot for my neighbors, but I am telling you this homemade eggnog thing is killer. I mean, oh my goodness. So it's the first time I feel like I live in the wrong zip code. I'm not getting any freaking eggnog. <laughs> well, there's still time to get you eggnog because we've made several batches and it has to age for six weeks. I Next time we get together, I'm going to give you a bottle of our eggnog. Actually, it's more for Rob than for myself. I know because you're not a hard alcohol person and this has, <laughs> this has bourbon, rum, and cognac in it. Oh my gosh. But it's can just... you walk after you have one? <laughs> I can really only drink about five sips of it because it also has heavy cream, half and half, and whole milk in it. Not to mention the dozen egg yolks and the sugar. <laughs> well, at least it's just the yolks. <laughs> yeah. Or no, it's the whites. <laughs> was, yeah. The whites are the better part. The yolks the are yolks, the... <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Yeah. So Rob has been completely torturing me because all he wants to watch on TV is football. And when I get so sick of that, he turns on a show called Dream Cruises. And he's just torturing me with them to see all the rooms. And he really is just watching it to see what their casino looks like. Oh, Right. But last night in the episode we watched, he found a cruise ship that had a sports bar on it. So you could watch all the sports going on back at home. And he's like, that's the ship I want to go on. Oh, that's cool. So pretty soon we won't even be able to leave sports behind. (laughs) But yes, I'm ready. That is his favorite show. Yeah. I hope we get back on a cruise ship soon. You think you'll get Jeff on one? No, not anytime soon. How about 2022? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think if the vaccine works, I think if we have some level of protection, I could possibly see him changing his mind. But right now, no, it's too risky. Too, And yeah, the horror stories from when COVID first happened. Yeah, pretty scary. But we wouldn't take that very well had that happened to us. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't even want to be on the same floor as you. (laughs) Or Rob, could you imagine him stuck in a stateroom with nowhere to go? I think I would jump overboard. I'm not kidding. I think I would jump overboard. I think I would go crazy. And okay, so so clearly I'm really into these YouTube videos. And we, my son and daughter-in-law have got me hooked on another one. It's called Flying the Nest. It's about this Australian couple who travel all over the world and they do cruises and they went on the Christmas cruise. This is how I discovered this with their parents, but they had an inside cabin and I'm like, they're young. I get it. So they didn't have a problem with that inside cabin, but can you imagine being stuck on a cruise ship in the time of COVID in an inside cabin, no windows, no escape. Yeah. (laughs) I think I would, I think I would have to jump overboard. I think I would need to be sedated. I think you're right. I can't even imagine. Like you're, I I can't, I, I can't yeah. even speak. I know, right? You're leaving me speechless. Right. So cruises are on hold for right now, but I see them in our future eventually. I hope so because they really are fun times and a great way to see a lot of things without having to move rooms. 
and check and suitcases. Hotel. Yeah. 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 Lug suitcases. You get to unpack for two weeks. Well, you're lucky you have Jeff that will like deal with your suitcases. I'm the one dealing with Rob's. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> I might be exaggerating a little bit. No, no, no. What I was going to say is because Jeff has a bad back. So let's not forget who lugs suitcases. And and it's okay because when we have a rental car, he drops me with the bags. I go check in. He returns the rental car. But as I get older, yeah, lugging those bags, he's got the better end of the deal when he just has to return the rental car and hop on and I'm dealing with all of our bags. It's crazy. And it's like, there's something just totally wrong, 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 wrong about this. Remember that time we showed up in New Zealand, all the bags we had, we should really find that picture. I have that picture. Okay, let's put yeah. it on the website oh, or yes. well, we have to put the website together. Right. And the Instagram. But that's a great picture to show that we do not travel. We don't travel light. But let's be fair that that cruise New Zealand and Australia ending up in Perth. We were gone for three weeks. It was a long cruise. We needed what we took with us. But what was so funny about that is our really good friend who travels with us had lined up the motor coaches to get us to and from the airport and from the hotel to the ship, which we discovered that the hotel, literally the dock for the ship was next to the hotel and we had a motor coach to get to it. They were nice and they canceled it for us. They did cancel it for us. I mean, we had, there were six of us Mm -hmm. going on that cruise and we had a full motor coach that sat like 44 people to ourselves because we didn't know what we were getting, but I mean, it was impressive. It was impressive. And this whole story brings me back to that nasty, nasty lady in the elevator when um, we were getting ready to leave the hotel to go get on the cruise ship. Right. She was waiting there. And the way everybody was standing, she was there first. I'll give her that. The way everybody was standing, I got on the elevator first to hold the door open for everybody because everyone had bags. And she got all up in my face about being rude and getting on the elevator first. I'm like, how are you going to do it and hold it for everybody else? <laughs> well, good point. I, I did have just one bag there. I was able to put my hand there to hold it open. I thought I was being a good Samaritan. I didn't mean to be rude, but I guess I thought I was. <laughs> and I was just actually trying to hold the door open for everybody. We didn't leave them behind. Or maybe she refused to get on. Yeah, but I think we need to just let that one go. Let that dog lie. Yeah, I think I think you've... I should get over it. I I don't get over things like that. (laughs) I got in trouble the other day in a parking lot. The guy told me to slow down. I wasn't even going very fast, and it's bugged me ever since. I hate that, though. I hate when that happens. When someone calls you out on something that you didn't do, and then you're so blindsided by it that... I mean, it happens to me all the time. And then I can't defend myself because I'm blindsided by it. And then it's like, okay, and that's a whole nother episode for us because I call it, if I I just need five minutes with that person, you know, I always want to go back and give them my five minutes, but it, the, the moment's gone. And I never want to go back because I hate confrontation, but sometimes you need that confrontation. You do, you do. And if you're blindsided by a rude person, especially when they've misjudged you, 
Right. When you have good intent in your heart and they think you're being an ass. Right. I try never to be an ass. I wish I could say that about myself. I wish I could say that about you too. (laughs) But it's true. (laughs) I'm kidding. You are never an ass. I can be. There's only one or two people that might disagree with you. And one's a squirrel, so we don't really care what he says. (laughs) Or we do. Okay, we've got to focus. We've got to get back on our 20. You know what we should do? We should actually... Are we brave enough to do a speed round of the things about 2020 that were horrible back and forth and see how many we can come up with? Oh, yeah. Are we brave enough to do that? Because I'm not quick on my feet. I was going to say we could have a lot of dead air because and then and then it'll be like an hour from now. I, I'll be saying, oh, dang it. I should have said that. But OK, we can give it a shot. We'll we see can what give happens. it a shot. And I have a little bit of advantage because I have my notes. <laughs> Okay, well, you can say something. And if it was on my list that I'm coming up with right now as we speak, because like I said, I do none of the work here. I just show up and talk. Okay, so the topic again are things we will be happy to say goodbye to in 2020. Okay, you go first. I will be happy to say goodbye to an election year. Oh my God, you're right. Okay, so if we're going back and forth, I can't respond to you then. Well, I if can't. you have a response, something about the election year, you're happy to get rid of. Oh, well, the political ads, which I say all the time. Yes, those were horrible. And don't they get more horrible every time there's an election? They're, they just get meaner. Get more below the belt. Yeah. Yeah, and they it's sure like, do. Yeah. It's like, okay, and... <laughs> Again, way off topic, but I'm going to say, and I'm putting this out there, I did not vote this year. I did not vote. Again, did you not listen to our trailer? I know we're not supposed to talk politics, but I'm going to tell you why I did not vote. Because I did not think anyone earned my vote. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And it's like, I just didn't have anyone that I wanted to see in office. And that's both local and national. So that I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, we'll leave it at that. And I'm going to quickly move on to, I'll be happy to not have any more toilet paper shortages, hopefully. Or paper towel shortages. Or the hoarding issue. Yeah, okay, yeah. We're assuming that in 2021, this is all going to subside and go away. And that all of 2021 is not going to turn out like 2020. But I'm going to go with you on that. I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. I'll be happy to say goodbye to the idea of killer bees. Okay. I haven't even given that thought at the time of day. (laughs) I haven't really thought about it either until I wrote it on my list because it was something that was there for a bleep, like just really quick. Yeah. And I just said that because I started to say something. I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. So I had to quickly come up with something else (laughs) on my list. Yeah. Yeah, Killer bees didn't get, even didn't get a nod of my attention. Yes. Uh, I will be happy to say goodbye to masks. I hate masks. And I think everyone hates masks. I'm not a fan. And may I say, I just ordered some peppermint spray for the inside of my mask. Right. Yes. I do it all the time. It's a it's a great little tip. Great I, little tip. I'm looking forward to that. Yep, but I still hate them. And what I found out in my old age is that I can't hear people because clearly I must read lips more than I listen because I am constantly asking people to repeat themselves. You know what I found funny today? I was trying to talk to Rob and he's like, what? What? I can't hear you. 
and I'm very close to him when I say this. So I have to right. walk over and say it directly to him. And then right. I'm in the room and he's in the other room and he said something. And I don't remember. I said something under my breath, like, oh my gosh, please, or something. Of course he hears that. I'm like, <laughs> selective hearing. Selective hearing there much, right? Right. Yes. He, he's got selective hearing. Yeah. But don't you feel like you want to take your mask off to talk? I do. But then you have to really be careful because we're spreading germs if we take the mask off. But you can't really have a good conversation with the mask on. I agree with that. I hate it. I hate it also. Yeah. I think we should have a big mask burning bonfire at some point. Okay. So what's your prediction? How far into 2021 before we can have that mask burning party? which I think is a great idea. I know. I think it's going to be, it's going to continue into 2022. I think there's always going to be people who won't wear their masks or don't want to wear masks. But I think the majority of the population is going to have a hard time giving up masks. And so I think we're going to, I think they're going to be in our lives forever. But I think the mandates will go away. And when the mandates go away, then I think we'll have the mask burning party. Okay. I'm going to let you host because you are a good party planner. Oh, thanks. Yes. I love my parties. I do too. I will be happy to get away from, and will I ever really get away from this stress eating? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh I want my thigh gap to start going the other way, getting it back because I'm not stress eating. Yeah. Is it stress eating for you? See, for me, it's just laziness. It's just pure... Like, well, nothing else to do. I think I'll eat. I, I don't think I eat because of stress. I think I eat because I'm bored. I think it's stress or maybe boredom. Um, it's not laziness because I'm a diehard Fitbit person and I have a step goal to hit every single day. Even if it means I have to walk around my house until I hit that goal, I will do it. It's kind I know of ridiculous. I know you do that. And if I'm in my Fitbit mode... I'm very much like that. But I'm talking more about the eating. I'm not talking about the exercising. I'm talking about, and the laziness is, okay, I was just talking about this with someone the other day. It's like, there was probably a 20-year stretch in my life, let's say from the age of 25 to 45, maybe 50, that I wouldn't have had a sip of eggnog to save my life. Now I'm drinking it by the gallon. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, because I have Christmas let, cheer. I have let my discipline or go. Holiday cheer. I know. Well, I have let my discipline go. And it's like nothing bun cake. Okay. I probably hadn't had a nothing bun cake in 25, a piece of cake in 25 years, except for maybe on my birthday. And you were the one that introduced me to the nothing bun cake. Yes, I am. But last year, didn't someone send you like five of them? Yes. You loved every bite, didn't you? I did love every bite. And it's a very fun gift to get, to get because it's like, oh my God, look at all of this cake. I mean, there's nothing more fun than getting a cake for your birthday. And I'm sure... You've seen that the December flavor is chocolate peppermint. Oh, is it? I, yes. I haven't seen that. I haven't. Yes. Yeah. But that's what's happened in the time of COVID for me is I have, I have given up my discipline to what I will and will not eat because it's like, hmm, if I feel like eating that, I'm going to, I'm going to eat it. 
I'm going to drink my eggnog and I'm going to eat that high fat piece of cake. And it is terrible for me because it's going to take a long time to undo what I've done (laughs) this year. I think everybody's in the same boat though. Okay. But that, does that make it any, does that make it right? It doesn't make it right. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, can I get my discipline back? I'm confident you can. And I'll help you if you want. You can check in with me. I'll check in with you and we can just stay on that. No, I don't see that happening. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, I was optimistic for a minute. Okay. Okay. So I have two more things. Um, The next one is I'm ready to get over canceling plans and travel. Uh, Right. I just want to do something, which in May, Jimmy and Eva's wedding is coming up. So I have that to look for forward to. Colton will be graduating. I have that to look forward to. And I'm turning 50. I look forward to it, I guess. But I want to celebrate somewhere. So right. Yes. So that and then the other one, I'll just say it really fast, because it could go political and I don't want it to. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm just ready to move past all this rioting and civil unrest. I really hope we can find a place to meet. I agree. I agree. That's very optimistic. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it there. I am ready to have fun again. I am ready to enjoy the things I enjoy doing. And maybe that's why I'm caught up on the food thing, because it's something that hasn't been taken away from me. And I was just thinking about this. What is the first thing you would do when COVID goes away? I'll just stop you right there. And I'll tell you, mine would be, I'm going to the best casino I can find. And I think I'm going to spend a week in it. I'm just going to play slot machines morning, noon, and night. No shopping breaks? Well, that's a whole nother trip because I need a good slot machine and I need my, and I need to find all of my favorite slot machines that I have not been to since COVID started. And a shopping trip, that's definitely on my list. I mean... Just wandering through a shopping center without being afraid of running into people or, yeah, catching a germ from something, trying on clothes without worrying about who else has tried it on. I mean, can you ever go back to that? Did did I ever worry about people trying on clothes that I was trying on? No. No. But now, yeah. Time you would notice as if there was a lipstick smudge or something on the clothes. And my God, I even miss, I was crying about this. I miss going to the grocery store. It's like, I can't wait until I can go back to the grocery store and buy exactly what I want. And if I want five bananas, I can buy five bananas and I can pick the bananas, not not to have someone else pick them for me. It's like, I want to be able to pick the ripest avocado or the greenest avocado. Right. I don't want some stupid shriveled avocado that someone threw in a cart for me. I'm a little bitter about it. I was going to say, I'm I'm a little particular about what I buy. And it's hard to give up that control. It's hard to give up that. And I take enjoyment in that. I take enjoyment in, yeah, getting the right flavor of yogurt. It matters. (laughs) Tart cherry. (laughs) Tart cherry. Okay. Yeah. So anyone out there who wants to impress Suzanne? (laughs) Tart cherry. Tart cherry yogurt. Yeah. So we've gone over some of the negatives of 2020, but that's kind of a buzzkill. We don't want to end our podcast on that note. Right. Why don't we go back and forward with some of the positives of 2020? For you, biggest positive is Logan. Right. Which we've already talked about. Yes. So we won't go back down that road. And for me, 
my first book being published, yes. The Night Sweet Bear, was huge. And it was released on my birthday. So I'll always remember it. That was huge. Yeah, huge accomplishment and such a wonderful book. Mine was, which I think we touched on in another podcast episode, was The Joy of Road Trips because I had to get to Seattle to see my grandson. Right. And obviously I wasn't going to fly. So I thought I'm jumping in my car and we're hitting the road. And I mean, a whole new experience. And the things we've seen and the places we visited that we would have never gone to and actually spent time at, uh, so much fun. I didn't do much of that, but I've lived vicariously through you and your adventures and all the places you've seen that I would love to see also. Yes. So I've really enjoyed during this time of COVID redecorating my house with your help. Yes. Uh, and you've done a great job. Come together beautifully. I like a little bit that 2020 has forced me to slow down and connect again spiritually, which we already talked about. A uh, highlight of 2020 would be getting to help Eva pick out her wedding dress. Yes. And you flew to do that. I did fly yeah. to Texas to do that. That was my first plane trip. And right. just getting to be a part of that excitement, especially when all I have is boys, yeah. to be included in that was something very memorable and something I'm very thankful for in 2020. Yeah, yeah that was that should be a highlight of your year. Yes. And we only have a few more days to go in 2020. So I'm thankful for that. Maybe just turning that page in the calendar will feel really good. Maybe not, but maybe. I know. It's probably the pessimist in me or the realist in me, because I think about that every year. We always go into the new year so hopeful. It's like uh, new beginnings and we get to start over. And yeah. And I always go in with that underlying like, ugh. You know, could it be worse than last year? <laughs> what if what if it I know it's terrible. I mean it I, is terrible. What about New Year's resolutions? Hey, I have the best New Year's resolutions. Okay, every year. as long as you're balancing it, let's yeah. share those. That's oh, something exciting. That's a good idea. So why don't you give one New Year resolution you have moving forward? Well, my New Year's resolution is the same almost every year. And it it varies from year to year. This year I'll probably go back to what I usually do, but my goal is to do something active, something intellectual, and something creative every single day. Love that. It's great. Why are you so damn inspiring? <laughs> and and I'm telling you, when you're having a bad day, if you stop and ask yourself, okay, what have I done today that's active, intellectual, and creative? And guess which one of those is the hardest for me? Active. No, creative. Creative. You're so creative. But I guess it's because of what my what my standards are, because intellectual for me is if I read a chapter in a book, that to me seems intellectual. Active is going for a walk. That's active. Or unpacking boxes at right. the store. Right. <laughs> Easy things to do. But when you start thinking about being creative, that's when it gets challenging. And I do consider myself creative. I do consider the things I do creative. But it's hard to come up with something creative to do every single day. But it's a good challenge. Now, I it varies from year to year, depending on my mood. But I can add doing something charitable every single day, doing something kind every single day. And that's like 
a check mark thing where it's like, okay, I can check that off my list today. I was kind to that person. Yeah, not to like go back, but I was kind to the person I was holding the elevator to. <laughs> no, I but you get, but I you get what still, you're saying. Yes. You still get the check mark, even if she wasn't nice to you. You were being kind to her. The intent was there, so you get the check in on the box. Well, thank you. I love the way you look at that. I have a couple days left to think of my New Year's resolution, so I don't want to do something half-assed. I I really haven't thought of it yet, um, so. I'm on notice, but I like yours. I might take some of yours with me. Yeah. Just think of what fits you. What fits your per You could do something mindful, something spiritual every single day. Right. And I do. I'm very good about my spiritual practice and I meditate every day and I do. There's certain check marks I have to get through every day. So I do do that already, but I could add another something to that. Yeah. Maybe the next, the next level of your mindfulness, of your spiritual what is it called? Spiritual process? Or you just have to go to the next level. Put that on your list. Yes. And there's more of that to come, I'm sure. Yeah. So I think we're probably getting pretty close to that time. Did we leave it at a, a, a good note, a positive note? I think our New Year's resolutions leaves, leaves it at a positive note. Okay. And since we absolutely failed at the countdown at the beginning, oh, why don't we count down and out of this podcast as a way to kind of celebrate. Let's pretend the apple's dropping. Okay. I'll go 10, you go nine, and then we'll say happy new year. <laughs> Does that sound good to you, Suzanne? No. <laughs> Want to start no. at five? No. <laughs> 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy, happy new year, year and cheers. cheers. We'll talk to you in 2021. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast, Orange Juice Optional. What many of you wouldn't know is that this podcast has been a shared vision of ours for many years. And knowing what we know now, I can't believe we've waited so long to make our vision a reality. Right? I really think the hesitation on our part came from all the unknowns of podcasting. The biggest unknown being the toughest one. Where do we begin? That's when we found Podigy and Riley. And you know, if we had Godsend music, I'd cue it right now. Riley is a know-everything-about-podcasting kind of guy, and the best part for us was that he was so nice and down-to-earth about everything. And by everything, I mean he answered so many questions, he gave so much reassurance, and he offered advice on things we hadn't even considered. Initially, Podigy helped us choose our recording equipment, find our music, create our artwork, and set up our templates for recording. And seriously, how many Zoom calls did setting up the templates take? Probably too many to count because we are technology challenged. But the best part of each one of those calls was the reassuring voice on the other end. I love that about Podigy. Now that our podcast setup is complete and things are running a bit smoother, knock on wood, Podigy is going to edit each upcoming episode, do our show notes, and get our show out there for the listeners. Their help takes so much off our plate that all we really need to worry about is our friendship, next week's topic, and if it's an orange juice needed kind of day. So if you're interested in podcasting, please don't let the unknown stop you. Please check out Riley at podigy.co. That's P-O-D-I-G-Y dot C-O. They have packages available based on each show's individual needs. Thanks again, Podigy. Our next toast is for you. Cheers. Cheers.